Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod, fresh off vacation, back in the locker room. Today we're going to discuss some breaking news in the world of college football, UFC 251, David and Joku demanding a trade from the Browns. Both of those subjects, Austin will actually be joining us back in the locker room to discuss those. We're also going to go over Pat Mahomes' ridiculous contract that just got started. Wow. Just just got signed, excuse me. Uh, we'll go over uh, the NBA restart updates and um, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, the MLB restarting. So lots to get to. Uh, we had a nice little time down in Florida. My back's still peeling. Um, my legs my legs are red as fucking <laughs> your legs are stop fucked. sign, dude. <laughs> have you ever uh, seen somebody's like the top of my feet just the leg yeah well, and the top of my feet are like purple my grandma said hey i think you have sun poison so i'm like what do i do about that she's like eh, you just kind of let it heal just let it go so, yeah and then everybody keeps i you know it's hot you know we're in like the 90s here so i'm wearing shorts and dude all people talk about are my fucking chins <laughs> Dude, they're pretty fucking bright. I'm not gonna lie. They're starting, I'm starting to get to that point to where you gotta to where they itch. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> you so know what I'm bad. saying. So after the sunburn goes away, now you're itching. But yeah, we had a great time down there. If you're wondering how I got fucking sunburnt on the top of my feet and my shins, we were on a jet ski, and dude, that was badass. Dude, that was fun as shit. It reminded me of the game. Do you remember Nintendo 64, the fucking uh, Wave Runner? Oh yeah. How you could do like fucking backflips and front flips on the jet skis, and you well, raced. You, you did sort of a flip. Dude, Your I'm, son flipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, and, you know, Mason came up, and was, it was la- laughing his ass off. And <laughs> he's like, I've never seen my dad move that quick. And everybody was like, you know, what are you thinking? My first instinct was like, all right, we're fucking – and Mason – so we decided you had to be 18 or older with a valid driver's license to drive it. So, like, me, Drew, our buddy Mark, and, and our buddy Josh was, was all good to do it. So we decided to let our – I didn't even our, take the Our test. kids get on it, right. We decided to let our kids go on it, take it in the middle of the ocean – and just fucking get it. Well, Mason's going, you know, probably 65 on this thing, dude, and just decides to sharp turn. <laughs> Thank God I had the emergency cutoff hooked to my vest because him and Shout I both went. Mark. Yeah, because him and I both went fucking flying. <laughs> and they asked me why I was moving so quick. Listen, I don't get in the ocean. I, I like Destin because you can see it up to your waist. It's a nice-ass beach. Um, it was nice. But so my first instinct is Jaws. You know, yeah, like, I, I don't not fuck with the let ocean Jaws get me. I don't fuck with the ocean at yeah, all. Yeah, that's why I swam so fucking fast. I but. was I was ready for the beach from like three to like four oh five, and after that I was like, fuck this. Yeah, dude, when you went down there at like noon, <laughs> oh, dude, kind of miserable. Yeah. So, but we we did have good. We played some golf down there. Um, we played some some not. Um, dude, our buddy Mark needs to like. Go to like play Tiger Woods because <laughs> yeah. he's probably the best golf player I've ever seen personally. Now I've never been to like a professional. Yeah, me either. You know, but, dude, but he's, he's about as good professional as I've ever seen, and he's he's really good. So. <laughs> yeah, it, he it made was, us all look. St- it was we, him versus three of us. <laughs> yeah, and we lost. <laughs> we lost bad. I lost a lot and of. And all golf three balls. of us were playing best ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was rough, but it was fun and and. While we were um, talking about the show today, actually, we got some big news from the Big Ten. The Big Ten, fall sports, including football, will only be playing conference opponents this year. They're going to a a 10-game conference-only schedule in football, and I'm going to be honest with you, man, that doesn't give me a good feeling about football this year. No, no. So, 
like you said, it's almost like you're just trying to hang on to anything. Um, yeah, like, hey, man, I don't think they're going to let us have a season, but I, let's say we're going right, to try this right. to try to salvage it. So, I mean, like, you can go play, say, Wisconsin, but you can't play, like, I don't know, like Bowling Green or fucking. Yeah, Michigan was going to have a big opening game on the road in Washington. That was actually going right. to be, like, a pretty nice or, you know, pretty – they're, Washington's not great, but it's not opening they've been, up against, They've been decent in the last couple of years. They're not years. opening up against Ball State or something. Right, yeah, so I, I, I'm with you, man. Now, I, you know, I don't want to be negative on here, but I'm with you. It's hard not to be because you can just uh, – to me, it's you slowly see sports, uh, as far as football, just slipping away, and, and, and it sucks because I think we're going to get through the NBA season and all that here. It's just, man, uh, if we lose football, that's, that's going to be heartbreaking. I might cr- – I might – be in this Shed a tear. locker room crying yeah dude like i have i have been to the on the stance of there's too much money in college yeah. and pro sports for it to not happen but the big 10 doing that it, that, that my confidence level is going down I'm, I'm not confident for the peewee level which i coach in i'm not confident for the high school level which your son plays in and I'm getting less and less confident about college and the pros, man. I really thought that the money. I, I would think that the one that has the biggest chance would be the pros, just because you're going to see the NBA, you're going to see, you know, Major League Baseball. And if if they can't come through, you know, if the NFL can't come through, that's, that's huge because they've had the most time to prepare for this. And. My, I was talking to my cousin John. Actually, he texted me. He's like, you know, I haven't seen anything. Does the NFL have any kind of plan? It doesn't look like it. You know, the it, most I've seen today is like sideline personnel and players. Yeah, are and then they come out this. Yeah, and they come out this stupid rule that after the game you can't exchange jerseys. Oh, but you can tackle players and, <laughs> if you're tested before you did, the but game. Ab- yeah, right, and then after the game you can't be within six feet and exchange. Like what the fuck? Yeah, they, but they're literally. What's next? You gonna put masks masks on them under the under the helmet? There, there's talks of that. There's talks of a new face mask that has. Well, if it's a new face mask, I guess that's one thing. But then the bottom of it's gonna be wide open. Yeah, anyway. right. I mean, it uh, none of it makes any sense to me. The whole virus doesn't make any sense. Now we try not to get a little political, but sometimes it's hard not to just because. You know, we don't see the shit that's there. So, you know, we, we think me and you are on the same page of thinking, you know, we should be good to go at all levels. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I've kind of resigned to, like, just fuck it, make sure me and mine are taken care of. And I understand that I'm not in control of any of this shit and I can't really do anything about it. But on the sports subject, it's just not, I don't know, man, that. This is the first time where I've had my doubts, but then again, I think okay, the the MLB is coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah, what, what, not, what is it? The twenty first, twenty fourth, twenty fourth. I think the twenty fourth is the first game. The NBA is coming back, I and and you you know, just not to cut you off, but you see teams out of the country. You see sports out of the country. Baseball going on, so you would think that right. baseball is going to get through this. And like we've said, you know, baseball is a little different. You know, it ain't like you lose your starting quarterback. So you know, say Joe Burrow or, or Baker Mayfield catch the virus god forbid you know it's you, you can lose a joey Votto or you can lose one of the, your better players in baseball and it not hurt you nearly as much yeah because like your best pitcher is only pitching every fifth day at the most right. anyway so he's going to miss a start or two um but that, yeah, that can be easily overcome i i believe in and baseball i know it's still a hit but uh, I, I i don't see them having much of a problem 
I don't see basketball having much of a problem. I, I you there's know, there's a lot of social distancing in baseball as it stands anyway. Right, you know, outfielder, I yeah, mean, one batter, and, and they were doing practice with like, uh, um, like fucking, like crowd noise and stuff, and it actually sounded kind of real. So I, you know, I was I was at least happy to see that. I want baseball without crowd noise, but just either way. crack of the bat. Yeah, I, but dude, I'll watch. I, I just the crowd. The crowd is to me is just such an, an advantage. Not baseball in the regular season, but definitely in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely is. I I just, I mean, I, I'm honestly, I'll take anything I can get. I I mean, if the NFL went to flag football, I'd probably watch right. it. <laughs> you know, yeah, kind of, you know, kind of on the back to the NCAA double NCAA real quick here. You know, so. Pretty much the Big Ten came out and said all conference. So you're going to see Ohio St- – you still get Ohio State, Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Wisconsin, well, Penn State. I mean, there's still good teams in the Big Ten. There's going to be more conference play because, I mean, they're talking 10 I, games. You I wonder, play 10 I wonder if they'll games. add to that. You know, like Ohio State didn't play Minnesota last year. I wonder if maybe they throw Minnesota in there and still make it 12 games. That, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, and well, I think 10 games is what they said. But I mean, if, even if you look at it, your conference schedule is not ten games. You know, you're probably going to get like an extra one or two conference games in there, which is cool. But like you said, when you called me after this happened, what does that do for your playoff implications? Yeah, yeah I mean, the Big Ten's not super strong. No, but like I said, though, you still have Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Minnesota, possibly. Michigan usually sucks. You know, so yeah, but you're still going to have teams enough. It's like. It's like I told you on the phone. If Ohio State were to win all ten games in the Big Ten, they'd go to the conference. They'd they'd have a playoff spot if the playoffs are still and provided that there's still there a is conference a championship right. game, a Big Ten championship. Yeah, and I would game. imagine there would be. Probably I would imagine so. that there would be on that. Um, yeah, because if you can travel from Columbus right. to Wisconsin, why can't you travel from Columbus to Indiana? Right, exactly. And you know, obviously the SEC. So they're probably going to do you know the four big conferences and. Yeah. Bring it out of that, maybe, I would think. I mean, that would be nice to at least – maybe we get Ohio State-Michigan twice. That would be fun, you know, but I don't, I don't know how that will go. But Yeah, probably not because, I mean, I think only one team's going to make the playoff out of the conference now. Right. Um, or maybe this leads to something good that I think that we have all kind of thought. Maybe it leads to some playoff expansion. Yeah. Maybe it leads to them saying, okay, we'll do six, eight teams – which I think it should be in a regular year anyway. Yeah, at least like six. Teams, at yeah. least six. But eight would probably be best with buys for the top two seeds or whatever. Um, but there's a lot that goes into it, man. I mean, the playoff implication is very, very real because, you know, there's no, okay, well, you know, Ohio State played Oklahoma a couple years ago. That helped them. You yeah. know, that, that there's not going to be any of that. It's just going to be strictly based off your conference merit. And as we know, the world – and ESPN especially love the SEC. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But four teams get in. You're not gonna. You're, you might take you know the top out of the two divisions in the SEC. But like I said, if Ohio's and I actually even think Michigan, if if you have a the Big Ten is so well respected now in my opinion, they're right under the SEC to where whoever wins that conference would get in. I mean, probably so. I I just especially if they're undefeated. Yeah, I mean, if they run the table, and I think a big thing in that could be how good Minnesota is because Minnesota looked pretty good last year. They lost to Penn State. Yeah, I but see, I I believe there's enough between Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. I yeah, and Wisconsin's usually right there. Wisconsin's and Wisconsin. Oh, and I forgot about Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, 
And then if you add Minnesota to it, for sure, for sure, dude. If yeah, I mean if they bounce, if and they some maybe Michigan back. State. I mean maybe. I think they're in trouble. Yeah, but, but I mean we'll we'll see about that. But it's just I yeah man. A lot of, at least you got the the bigger names. I mean, the Big Ten have enough big names, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe you know maybe it it could help a team like Michigan, who seems to have a, a solid out of conference game that they seem to drop early in the year. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm just really, yeah. Like really I said, worried. like I'm with you. I don't want to bring the 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 negative to it because I want sports so bad, and we're gonna have baseball and. NBA later this month, so I just I'm hoping we get that too, you know. So let's move on here, man. Patrick Mahomes, holy shit! Twelve years signs the biggest contract extension in sports history, most money, not NFL history, sports Sports history. history. And you would think that would come from baseball, but this is ten years. What we thought was four hundred and fifty million is what we thought. Oh no, it's five hundred three. Five hundred and three million, half a billion dollars that the Chiefs just gave Patrick Mahomes. Hey, we said write a blank check. Didn't write we? a blank check, and goddamn it, they did. <laughs> Holy Drew, shit. does he deserve it? Yeah, absolutely. He just won the Super Bowl. He's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, you're probably going to at least get one more out of him. I would think. If not, you're going to get a couple big runs. I will say they're. I won't even give him a window just because I think that's how good he is, but. Their biggest window is the next two years. Well, the because crazy he thing, still has single digit ca- salary cap hits in the next two years, where you can keep Tyree Kill, you can keep Travis Kelsey, you know, you can keep these big names. But man, that third year kicks in, they are going to have to do some wheeling and dealing. Well, and the thing about it is, it's actually a twelve year deal because he's got two. Well, left. he got two left. That's why I said the extension kicks in that third year. And his his cap hit's not going to go over the thirty million dollar range until two thousand twenty three. So, a couple years there. But what I want to know about it is, what's that going to do to the quarterback market? Because Deshaun Watson tweeted like a a gif or something like. Yeah, and word was, and we're both we both laugh at this was Dak instantly ran and asked for a billion dollars for 19 years. That wasn't real, dude. That was a joke. No, I I heard it was the real deal, wasn't it? Or was was it a joke? No, that was that oh, was, was a, a joke. joke? Oh, that picture oh. you said, I thought you knew it was a no, joke. That's why well, we were said, all laughing. It said Bleacher Report right on it. Yeah, they photoshopped oh. it. <laughs> I was about to say, no fucking way. No, dude. He, he better not even come close to half a billion. <laughs> no fucking way. No, what if he dude. did? What if, what if Dak said he went for like... I could almost see it because Jerry Jones is going to be drunk. Like fuck it, they're not going to outdo me. No. Five hundred and five million. I don't he think can't be that he dumb. can't come that close. Deshaun Watson shouldn't come that close. If anyone's going to get that close, it should be Russell Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. And not even he should get half a billion dollars. And it, it it it's. I mean, as much as we said, give him a blank check and all that. I thought like a blank check for like five years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. The, the, it is risky. It's risky. Well, it, 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 well it, but see, Mahomes has a clause out of there. If he gets hurt, he still gets over like $100 million. Yeah, it's like, like 140. 114 or 140, whatever. Um, I'm saying it's risky for the Chiefs. Oh, absolutely. Because when that really starts kicking in, man, that's a lot of fucking money. I, I, almost, I almost don't like it from Pat Mahomes. Just because the free agency, this number only continues to grow. Yeah. For quarterbacks. What happens after five years if he's won two or three Super Bowls? And he's ready to renegotiate. I mean, he could have probably, maybe he could have got more than half a billion. They say, and 
from from things I've read, and, and I don't know the validity of it, that he just loves being in Kansas City. No, and I'm sure he does. It's I mean, like it's, he's a regular guy. Yeah, at a I mean, you know, and, and the but, fans are incredible down there. They're loud, but I'm just saying, like, still, I mean, he he might have been able to make more money, and I, that sounds crazy saying because he's making a half a billion dollars, but we know how the quarterback market unfolds. Yeah, but the I, next guy, the next guy, the next guy. So, like you said. Where's Watson going to go? Is Watson going to say, hey, I think I'm just as good as Mahomes and ask for the same thing? That's where it gets tricky because I, I, I've i just seen Mahomes do shit that I've never well, seen anybody do. It, it, but, Mahomes also has Andy Reid. Mahomes also has Tyreek Hill. Travis, he has a lot of weapons. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything from Pat Mahomes. I've done stated he's the best quarterback in the league, but the weapons are there with him and the coaching. Yeah, and they're not going to be there for because I mean I I don't foresee Andy Reid coaching to the end of that contract. No, you know no, I, mean? I can't. I can't imagine unless they're winning Super Bowl after you know they run on a dynasty like the Patriots. Yeah, but I mean eventually Andy Reid just going to chill out at Waffle House and just call right. it a day. Right on the <laughs> right on the beach at Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. It, it's gonna it's gonna make quarterback negotiations. I do more wonder about the Dak. I do wonder what Dak's gonna ask for now, if it upped it for Dak. I'm obviously you can't give Dak that, but I wonder he can't up it because he didn't. I mean, he didn't get it when he was asking for thirty five million. Yeah, I just wonder, how do you like, up it now? Well, we just we always say though, you know, we said this when Andy Dalton yeah then actually the, signed his deal. We're like, what the fuck? Why? Why would you make Andy Dalton one of the highest paid quarterbacks? You know, it's and that's just market. how the quarterback market goes. Yeah, and come to find out Dalton's deal wasn't as bad as we thought it was. Well, after at the a few years but, later, after everyone else started getting 20, but, but 30 million. But that's what it is. But that, it always resets. The quarterback market always resets. It, I mean, this can't reset the market. It's just not. I mean, feasible. I don't think you can pass him up, but. What, I mean, you're just going to have a. What are you going to do? Let Deshaun Watson walk? Somebody else will probably pay him that money. But, I mean, what are you going to do, though? Get your half a billion dollar quarterback and just. The rest of your team be on rookie deals and cycle through it every four years? I, I, don't, I don't know. What's going to happen is the players are going to make something happen to where the NBA or the NFL, excuse me, salary, salary cap skyrockets. It's yeah. going to have to. Yeah. That's that's like. I don't I, I don't I don't like that, though. I just I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this. I, I, you know, and I'm a Browns fan and I you always hear me talk about the quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback. You got to have the right quarterback. You got to pay the quarterback. But fuck. If he's going to take, take up half the salary cap, Jesus Christ. That That's where it gets it just gets iffy to me. And I, I just think the influx of money that the NFL's seen over the years, the salary cap keeps going up. But, like, you saw the NBA, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get off on a tangent here, but I'm going to take my shot. The Golden State Warriors, the fakest fucking dynasty in all of sports. First championship, everybody's point guard was hurt. Kevin Love was out in the finals. You know, all that shit. Then they get the – Kyrie the, was out too. Kyrie was out. The salary cap anomaly – was a new TV deal brought all this money into the NBA, so they were able to afford Kevin afford Kevin Durant to come bail them out and be the cheat code. That's going to have to happen. There's going to be a TV deal or something in the NFL that that changes the the, the perspective of the salary cap. It's just, it's going to have to. That, if these that's true. Contracts that's true. But we would agree that the quarterback is a big part of the team. Absolutely. But you can have a great quarterback in a shitty line, and you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. So and look at the money that that left tackles get. Like you said, the NBA, you can go grab LeBron, one player. Mm -hmm. You can go grab Kevin Durant, one player. You can go grab Kawhi Leonard and win a championship, like we seen with Kawhi last year. Yeah, yeah, you you absolutely can. You can't do that in the NFL. No, but I you've got to be able to have a team. I I, and I don't know the status of the NFL's TV contracts. I don't. 
but I just feel like it's going to have to be something so big because the the salary cap is literally going to have to come up if this is the trend now. Before it was like, okay, they're taking up a big chunk of cap. You get Joe Flacco. He got hot, won a Super Bowl, big deal. The Ravens struggled because he was taking up so much of their cap hit. That's the that's the other name though. Are the Ravens willing to play pay Lamar like a Pat Mahomes? Because no, he can't throw outside the numbers. He just won MVP though. I mean, let's, I mean, let's face it. You get high. It's like you just said. Look He's at never Joe, won a playoff. Look game. at Joe Flacco. I don't think Lamar's ever won a playoff game. He got a bye last year and then lost. Right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Like uh, Mahomes won a Super Bowl, man, and put together. Multiple just masterful seasons. I mean, nobody, no quarterback in the league can act like they're Pat Mahomes. But it's like we just keep saying, and I hate to keep repeating it, the quarterback market resets every time, every time somebody signs. signs. But I just, I, if if that's gonna how if that's how it's gonna be, the NFL is gonna have to renegotiate their advertising deals, their merchandising deals, their TV everything, deals, everything. everything to get more money, or teams aren't going and, to and be able. And to we've field. heard that the salary cap could drop next year because they're not gonna have. Full people in the stands and with the COVID shit. I heard the salary cap could drop next year. Oh yeah, they, they've been so. talking. It's there's going to be a drop in revenue. So, yeah. I, I I mean, and now I'm worried because I'm like, oh shit! Like we just drafted a brand new rookie quarterback. What am I gonna? What are we gonna have to do in three years if he comes in and he's good? Yeah. Or and what if Baker with Stefanski has a killer year this year? He's already in his third year. His like, pay, his, yeah, his payday's coming up. Right, and we know Miles is Miles is going to get paid. He's going to set reset the market for DN. So absolutely. Um. So, so let's tra- let's let's transition this here. Let's go to let's go from a quarterback making half a billion dollars to a quarterback that just signed for vet minimum. Cam Newton signs with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Your first reaction is he's never going to work with Belichick. I said that before he signed. It's such a weird pairing because Cam. It's better than what they have. And oh, Stidham yeah. and Brian Hoyer. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. No. No. Hands down. It's just the the attitude of Cam and the attitude of Belichick. I just don't yeah. see it. Cam's you know, like you know. I, I, I was with you. Like I don't know if this is going to work. Now I, I'm just like, man, is this so crazy that it just might? work? Yeah. Yeah. I get that too because I've thought that too. Like, man. If anybody can pull it off, it probably is Belichick. Belichick, He got crazy-ass Randy Moss (laughs) in check, you know, having his best seasons of his career there. He's done it with with several guys. The style, though, is is what I think it is because I think Belichick's like, okay, I don't have any weapons. I need a quarterback that can create more on his own. Because, I mean, he's got nobody to throw to. Muhammad yeah. Sanu? Sanu, and uh, they just picked Nikhil up. Nikhil Harry or uh, whatever Marquise Lee. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a few there. Eh. They would be, and we could maybe hit on this here in a little bit when we bring Austin in. What if they try and go after Njoku? They probably they love should. tight ends there. So. Man, I was doing some, I was reading an article about Njoku last time. He had five catches for 41 yards last year. I well, know he, he was, broke his he wrist. Was, he was hurt. I know he broke his season. wrist, but. Yeah, we'll get onto that more yeah. because there's reasons behind that. He, him, and Freddie did not get along at all. Um, but you know, so like you said, no, no, no weapons there. You know, but you get Cam Newton. You know, you get Superman. You get a uh, league MVP. You get a guy that was in the Super Bowl. I mean, you go from Tom Brady, but you still get Cam Newton. It's um, a guy Bill Belichick's never beat too. You know what's weird to me though is a lot of people could say that the Patriots were in a good spot to get Trevor Lawrence next year. Now, you know, a lot of people would say, no, Belichick's too good of a coach to get that low. You know, that's going to go to like the, you know, the Panthers or Jags or 
someone yeah. like that. But it, it does make you wonder, you know, why? You know, like we've always said, it just didn't seem right. But, fuck, I guess if you can get Cam Newton for vet minimum, why not? Yeah, I mean, he's making no money. The, the I don't know, just the personality, man, because, like, Belichick's like a grumpy asshole after games, you know, but, like, Cam is like, and and I always go back to, you know, he was dancing and doing all this shit and people said they didn't like it. And he's like, well, if you don't like it, stop me from scoring. But then like he started getting the shit knocked out of him. He's like, I need to talk to Roger Goodell. This isn't fun anymore. And he gets in press yeah. conferences and he's like wearing his blouses and his scarves and shit. And he's like moping around. And like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like Belichick might tell him to fuck off. Right. But and you go maybe from this the, has changed him. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe Cam's got a different perspective. Right. Now. And, and yeah, from, from being cut. Cause you. The video's out there where he's talking about the Patriots. He said, they said I couldn't play anymore. They were done with me. They threw me away. Yeah. You know, so he is playing with a chip on his shoulder, you know. But like you said, you know, you go from a quarterback, Tom Brady, who's the ultimate leader, you know, to uh, mm-hmm. Cam Newton to, you know, I, we've heard he's we, – we see he's a great leader. But like you said, we see him moping around and, and bitching a lot. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We're going to – that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting relationship to, to just watch. Yeah, I mean, I could see him – Making a deep playoff run and being in the MVP discussion, or I could see him getting cut like week two because he was late to a meeting. Like, I, like I could really see either one with how Belichick operates. I could see Cam balling the fuck out or getting cut after a preseason game because Belichick didn't like his shoes. Like, shit, you know how yeah. Belichick is. I mean, you're going, to, you're going to a to a, a real good fan base you're going to a very spoiled fan base very so spoiled fan if, base. if you you know you can't get the job done you know they they'll be yeah, sure they, enough to boo you out of there <laughs> they've watched tom brady for 20 years yeah right. the, the so goat the best ever they so they don't have any time for your shit and that is going to be uh interesting to see how that relationship goes so uh let's move on here to your cleveland browns uh david and joku demanding a trade from the team let's bring in austin on this one uh, your fellow the, browns fan the third amigo what's up austin What's going on, guys? It's been a while. It has, man. It has. So, Austin, when you hear that, I, I don't know how you th- how if you're thinking like I am, but David and Joku dema- to his from his agent is demanding a trade. What do you think? Um, to be honest with you, I was a little bit surprised. Um, in my opinion, I think Joku has a lot still to prove. Um, I know we brought in Austin Hooper, who obviously is going to play a pretty big role in that Stefanski offense. He's going to be that Kyle Rudolph. Um, for the Browns, kind of like, you know, what Stefanski had in, in Minnesota. So, right. Um, but he runs a lot of multiple tight end sets. So, you know, the, I think the expectation was most guys were going to come in and, and be pretty pivotal for the offense. So uh, a little bit surprising, but uh, we did draft the young guy, Harrison Bryant, who's also uber athletic. Um, so I don't know if he scared, scared us in competition or, or what's going on. My, you know, my first reaction is like, Dude, Njoku, you could get paid from this offense. Like, this is almost a tight end's dream, you know. And then when Stefanski does get in the gun, the tight end's in there. I mean, there's a lot of potential in this offense for a guy like David Njoku. And it just – I'm with you. It just surprised the shit out of me. He can work the seam so well that you'd think when they spread it out a little bit, he'd get a a matchup with a linebacker that he's going to win a lot of the time. And and that, Stefanski it, seemed it, excited it, to, right. to have him when he first got introduced, so it is kind of surprising. And then you look at the goal line situations, there's not many guys who can match up one-on-one with Njoku. No. Um, he's made a, a, a ton of those. Up and he can go up and get them. Yeah, um, and he's made plenty of plays like that, you know, with Baker throwing it to him. It's just weird, you know, I think a big part of this stems from 
Freddie Kitchens. Drew and I was talking about it, you know, before you came on. And, you know, Freddie just left a real bad taste in everybody's mouth, especially Njoku's, because when Njoku got back in the uh, back half of the season, when he came back uh, after his wrist surgery, Freddie didn't use him much. And the word is, is Njoku's wanted out ever since then. Um, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. And I don't know if, obviously, Freddie Kitchens made his decisions based on whatever he made his decisions on. We we could talk about that all day long. But um, I don't know if there was a locker room issue, if there was a, a headbutting between him and Baker or, or what happened. Because, like you said, even when he got healthy, we didn't use him much. Yeah, it's just, you know, I am really excited for Hooper and Harrison Bryant. But, you know, now the word that I got and what I was reading – was um, Njoku got when the Browns offered him in a trade package to the Jaguars for the defensive end. Uh, Unique Ngakwe. Ngakwe, you know, which if that happens, sign me up all day. Um, you want to oh, talk absolutely. about a dominant defensive line, but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, maybe he's one of the guys who doesn't realize that the NFL is, is a business. Yeah, I don't know if maybe, like I said, his feel, like you said, his feelings got hurt because he heard about the trade. Because I'm with you there, make that trade a hundred times out of a hundred. Um, so yeah, maybe his feelings got hurt. I, what is the market for him though? I, yeah, he's, he, he hasn't proven much. Nothing. Or, I mean, he has like you like Drew said at the beginning, he hasn't proved anything. And not only that, I heard the the Browns what people were offering the Browns for him was a third or fourth round pick, and to me, that's just not enough for you know a, a young. Uh, former first round pick. I mean, I've heard Stefanski's came out and said, "Look, we're he, we're still with him. He's part of our team, and he's in our plans, and we're not trading him." So I, I don't know, but I, I'm part of. I'm one of the guys that say, if a guy doesn't want to be there, then get him out. And I think that last year proved Baker feels the same way. Um, whether or he should have or should not have said what he said about Duke Johnson, um, but that trade ended up coming to fruition. So. If you get a three out of Duke Johnson, which is ultimately what we ended up getting, I, I don't know. I just think you got to at least give a two out of David Njoku or, you know, he can sit his ass on the bench. Would you – would you I, – obviously, I think you said you'd do this. Njoku in a second for Ngakwe? Uh, as, long as, they, as long as they work out a contract prior to. Um, yeah. Because I believe I believe Ngakwe, that's his stipulation. I, he, he wanted paid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that is, that's true. Cash. Yeah, I, I just so, keep picturing him next to Miles Garrett, though, and how much fun that would be. Oh, imagine God. that for the next three or four years. Yeah. Because we're about to – I mean, Miles Garrett, We everybody saw the Pat Mahomes contract. Well, Miles Garrett's about to do something, not, obviously not numbers-wise similar, but he's probably going to be the highest-paid defensive player ever. I think he's going to beat Khalil Mack, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be – I mean, how do you not? The dude's a freak. As long as he's not busting heads with his helmet, we're good. <laughs> you know, and that's what we said, though. You know, like with Pat Mahomes, you got to pay these guys. You know, you, you definitely got to pay the quarterback position, and you got to pay your, your, your pass rushers. I mean, he's a difference. We've seen what he – what you know, what the Browns were without him. So, he to me, Absolutely. he's got all the leverage right now. Oh, for sure. You, I mean, I'm not saying blank check, but like I said, he's he's – in my opinion, most likely about to be the highest paid defensive player ever. So, right. All right. So let, let's let's move away from our Browns here, and we wanted to get. This is where we wanted your your big opinion on, just because you are so big into the UFC, like I am, and like our friends. And uh, as the saying always goes, here we are back at Austin's on Saturday. You know, having some some beers and, and watching some UFC fights. So UFC two fifty one 
on Fight Island. <laughs> Dana White Absolutely bought a fucking loaded. island, dude, and came through with it and the very first fight card, dude, this fucking thing is absolutely loaded, like you said. Um, what started out as uh, uh, Kamari Usman versus Gilbert Burns quickly turned into Kamari Usman and Jorge Masvidal. Something Your way first cooler. reaction to that, what do you think? Uh, it was definitely unfortunate to see Burns test positive because I do think that he earned a shot. You think um, he earned it I, over I, Masvidal, though? No, no, Masvidal was no, 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 no. Masvidal, Masvidal was first in line because right. that dude, his his current streak is almost unfathomable. I mean, that's the hottest. Uh, he's probably the hottest fighter in the UFC right now. Um, so he he definitely deserved a shot, and I think he was insulted by the UFC a little bit um, with their first offer. So it never they never got a deal done. Um, Gilbert Burns also on pretty good streak right now. Um, doesn't have that star power if you will, that Masvidal has. So I'm sure his his payday was a little bit smaller than what Masvidal wanted. Um, well, you know Masvidal had to have gotten paid just because of absolutely. what he was talking about. You know, he wasn't going to fight if the money wasn't right. Well, and then on a week's notice, this dude's got to take like six COVID tests, got to go to Abu Dhabi. Like, yeah. Uh, Dude, I fucking I mean, love Masvidal. Make weight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, who knows what this guy's walking around at? They said he's got to um, lose twenty pounds in like five days, which yeah, I can't do that in five years. <laughs> hey, uh, um, but instantly, I just feel like this card got better, and I'm with you. Don't get me wrong; Gilbert Burns is a badass, and the dude's always ready to fight. But like you said, look at Masvidal's list. He just, you know, the the Nate Diaz fight is is up in the air. Don't get us wrong; he was beating the shit out of Nate for three rounds. Um, unfortunately, it was in New York and ended a way that we wish, you know, it could be ran back. But, dude, knocks out Darren Till. Uh, fucking um, undefeated Ben Askren. Ben Askren knocks him out. Fat, right. I mean, his resume right now is just unbelievable. And you had Masvidal to this card, and, I mean, I bet you you just got a million more buys. I mean, for me, with Gilbert Burns even, it was a buy. Definitely. But as soon as Masvidal name is on it, it's a no-brainer. You, this is a must-watch card. Yeah, this is, and, and you know we can easily get carried away with Masvidal and 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 uh, Usman, but and then you got Max Hol- Holiday versus I can never say his last name. That's why I brought you Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> Volkanovsky ends up beating Max Holiday, who was on a big win streak, and and, and they get to run that back, and that's going to be a hell of a fight as well. Uh, so they went the distance. I think like all four of um, Volkanovski's last fights have gone the distance. Um, he's just a real smart and technically sound fighter. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not super pumped. It'll be a good fight, but I, I suspect that uh, Volk's going to do the same thing that he did the last fight. He's going to kick the shit yeah. out of his front leg. Chop those really legs. limit. Yep. Limit the mobility of Max Holloway. Um but I mean, Max, he's good too, man. He's, he, he could come out and surprise me, but I'm just not counting on it. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the second match that I'm actually looking more forward to Peter Jan versus Jose Otto. I think that's going to be a slugfest. So Jan and Aldo both fought on the Usman and Covington fight. Um, I think that Aldo got robbed when he, when Definitely. he lost in decision to Marin Reyes. Um, so I do, I am looking forward to this fight. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm a big Peter Yon fan. I think that dude 
for being a 135 that pounder. Fucker hits, that, dude. That dude's got some cannons. Yeah, <laughs> he exactly. throws bombs. So, so I'm, I, I don't know. I'm pumped for for the weight cut that Aldo made. He looks really good in his last fight at 135. So, and he won that I fight. Think, absolutely, I, I, I definitely think that he got. Even Dana White said he he, he feels it. Right. Aldo won the fight. So we'll see what happens. That that I'm with you. I'm. I'm pumped about that fight. Um, it's tough for me to say which one I'm more excited for because uh, Andrade and, and Rose, yeah. that's going to be... Rose, her. that's what I was going to say. Rose is a badass too, man. So Andrade, I think she finished her... I think it was last year that they fought. They were supposed to fight earlier this year, and it got canceled. Rose pulled out because of the coronavirus. Um, but man, those two, those those girls can get after it, man. I'm excited yeah. for that fight. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. You know, I, and and I like you, like we said, it's loaded. But the one I am mainly looking forward to is that Usman and Masvidal. I just, you know, these two hate each other. Usman thinks that you know he's going to expose Masvidal. The last person I say they were going to expose someone was when Anthony Pettis said he was going to expose Nate, and Nate beat him up for three rounds. So we'll yep. see how that goes. I mean, Masvidal is pretty fucking confident, dude. I love him, dude. So take, I love the my shit take talking. On this fight. Go ahead, Drew. No, I, I'm just saying that I love people that talk a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> oh, well, Masvidal's the type of dude who will back it up, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you said, uh, after that Nate fight, you're, nobody's booing him to his face. Right. Uh, nope. <laughs> um, my, my thought on the fight is Masvidal has about two and a half rounds to end it. Yeah, he, I'm with he's you. Got, he, because Usman can go and go and go and go. You watched it in the Colby fight. Amazing fight. Uh, the, the, Absolutely, that's one of my favorite fights of all time. Yeah, that was great. Um, but Usman just taking shots, taking shots, which if he takes some of the shots that he took from Colby, Jorge's going to put him down. He's he's definitely packs more power. Um, but if it goes that distance, I, I see, if we get, we get into that fourth and fifth round, I see Usman probably finishing him off just overwhelming, like he did Tyron Woodley. He just... Yeah, on top of you, and, and you just you just never get a break. And you and I both agree with this when we say we do think Nate was about to kick it in there in the fourth round, and Masvidal looked tired, man. Yep. So, he, I mean, even his body, like he looked like he saw a ghost. I don't know. He just kept hitting him with those shots, and Nate just wouldn't go away. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here comes Nate, just starting to land some bombs. And if that happens with Usman, it's going to be bad news for for Jorge. So Mas Masvidal. Actually, did come out and say after this he does want to run it back with Nate, you know. So, you know, oh, I don't want to look over this, but I, I'm ready for that as well. I did see some Nate talk, and I saw some Connor talk as well. Uh, and I think that if Jorge and Connor fight, that's going to be your biggest selling UFC card probably ever. Um, I think, but I think, like said, I actually think Connor would knock, I think Connor would knock Masvidal out. That's just my opinion. Ooh. Um, I just think, I, I, I now listen, I think. Of the active fighters, I think Masvidal has probably the best hands, maybe of, of right. anybody right now. But yeah. Connor is such a great counter counter boxer, dude. That Jorge miss, might throw something, and Connor just might yep. catch him. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Connor, I'm not ruling Connor out of beating anybody just because that left hand is literally it's lethal, dude. It's like, I thought he retired. It's like Francis Ngannou. You you yeah bullshit. You <laughs> give him his money. Pay yeah. that man the money. Right. You know, so hey, so before before we get off here with you, let us hear it. Give us your prediction of those top three fights on that card. Let's so, let's start from the bottom. Let's start Peter yeah, we'll Yan so and Jose Otto. So Who you got? I got I got Yan finishing him probably 
middle rounds, probably anywhere. Because this is this is the interim, right? Because Sejudo relinquished the belt, so this is a five round fight. Right. So uh, two, three, or four, I see probably two or three. Round two or three, I see Yan finishing the fight. I I, I have Peter Yan TKO second round. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. Peter Yan's gonna fully knock him out, not a TKO. He's gonna do it at the beginning of the third. Let's go, Holiday and and Volkanovski. Where are you going? I got. I'll go first. I got Volkanovski in a decision. Obviously. To the, yep. to the whole thing. Yep. Unanimous decision. I think I think Volk will just do the same thing. Same like here. I said, he's going to beat up on those legs. And and the big fight, and, the, and I'm interested to hear what you're going to say here. Um, because I think the people I've talked to, you know, not just us, just around, this fight is like 50-50. But there is a whole, and, I, and I'm one of them. I'm pulling for Masvidal. I just don't know. Where do you think this is going? I'm pulling for Masvidal. I want Masvidal to win just because I am not a fan of Kamaru Usman. I, I wanted to see Usman beat Woodley, but I feel like it just went to his head, and he's like Colby Covington said. He's just fake. Like He, he tries this bad guy persona, this tough guy persona, and it's just not him. Um, so I really do want to see Masvidal punch his face in a little bit. But if I, if I had to put a prediction on it, I'd say Usman, TKO, probably fourth round. I would say Usman, TKO, third round, but come on, Masvidal, knock him out in the first. Fuck that, dude. Yep. Late first, early second, Masvidal's going to knock him out, dude. I just, You guys know me, man. I'm rooting with the shit talkers all day long. Like Austin said, though, if he's going to do it, he's got to do it early. So First or second round, he's got to put him down in those two rounds. Otherwise, it's going to be tough. Yes, sir. All right, Austin, man. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. We got a big card Saturday, two days away. Are we going to play some beer pong? I'm, I'm dying. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We got to hydrate, man. It's hot. It's hot here in the Midwest. Uh, all right, Austin. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, bud, and I'm sure we'll be texting with you here in a little bit. All right, man. Take it easy. See you, bud. See you, Drew. All, all right. right. See you, man. Um, so, yeah, man, going to be a good night. And, Austin, I forgot to ask him, but um, I think we need to figure out a way to get Joe's Pizza for this thing. Joe's Pizza is amazing. We gotta get it fresh though. I'll pick it up on my way. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for this weekend. I'm excited for this month. Hopefully, everything goes as planned. You know, we get some these uh, was it 50, 60 games of baseball. We get this NBA back. You know, they're pretty much going to end up directly right in the playoffs. Yeah. UFC two fifty one this Saturday is stacked, and uh, hopefully, all goes well with the you know football, both uh, NCAA and, and NFL. I'm not religious, dude, but I'll pray for football. That's right. I'll go to church on Sunday if it helps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's it, man. I yeah, think we I think pretty, we pretty much pretty covered much everything. You know, uh, you know, appreciate uh, everybody being patient with us while we went on vacation and you know waited for the next episode. We were really excited to get back in here because we had a whole lot to talk about, which we, we found did. out about the massive auto fight like on the way home. Yeah, and that was that was great. I mean, we were all texting each other, just excited, like. No, don't get me wrong. Gilbert Burns is a fighter, man. The dude would have gave Usman all he wanted, but you just add Masvidal to a card, and it's just dude, like that promo video yeah. that Dana posted. Oh like, come man, on. and we're fighting on a fucking island, dude, in Abu Dhabi. Just yeah, just, just like on the there. fucking beach. It's on the beach, <laughs> the fucking it's out there on the beach. Going to be it's going to be different. It's going to be badass, and there's going to be sand in the octagon. Dude, fuck I, I, sand. No, I, fuck sand. No, I think they're going to find a way around that. I don't, I don't think that they'll take any chances. I hope with so. That, fuck sand. Going to be going to be fun, man. I'm, I, hopefully, just. <laughs> everybody's lives, you know, starts to get back to normal with, you know, sports right around the corner starting Saturday. So The I NBA and the MLB, man, they're going to be crucial to football happening. So I hope that that all goes smoothly and can get off without a hitch. I think that will be important 
to the chances of football because right now it's Gene. I just saw a tweet. Gene Smith said that he's not confident in it at all. Yeah, and that's just the way things are going. It's just a, it's a tough situation right now. Yeah, unfortunately it is. So, uh, but yeah, I think that's it, man. Thanks everybody for tuning in with us. Like I said, always get with us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm actively trying to be better on Twitter. I've decided actually here in the last couple days. Drew underscore Garrison 5. I think that's my name. (laughs) Um, So if you're listening to this and you're on Twitter, give me a follow because I'm going to start. I'm going to try to get more active on Mine's easy, at Penrod937. So if you guys hear this and you have a Twitter, hit us up. It is Drew underscore Garrison and the number five. So, yeah, holler at me, man. I need I need some more Twitter followers. I got like 70. I start tweeting during games and shit, and I realize nobody's reading it. <laughs> so we'll be back in here next week with a full breakdown of the fights and anything else that comes up between now and then. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.